The Big 12 College Experience Preview and Picks, Big Monday Preview and Preview and Picks Edition for Tuesday, February 27th and Wednesday, February 28th on the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using the promo code SGPN and then go over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter a bonus today. And five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a SGPN gift card, $50. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download that Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. everybody to the big 12 college experience part of the sports gambling podcast network oh boy we got a good one here on big monday between the frogs and bears we got a good loaded uh slate as well in the big 12 uh, we had a great weekend in the big 12 not, not, not so great in other areas uh, across the country cough cough the acc um but hey if you're wondering who you're listening to i am money line mac aka as many of you know, the former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And we're talking Big 12 hoops, so that means joining me on the line. You guys know him as a walking contradiction because he was born in Provo, Utah. He's got family in Ames, Iowa, and he lives in Morgantown, West Virginia. He is Rambling Rush, a.k.a. the co-host of the Ryan and Rush Show. What is up, my friend? I was going to say eventful weekend in the Big 12, but uh, eventful might be uh... – selling it short well at least at least in other conferences the academic coastal conference which will be here soon the big 12 will, will drain it here just like we did the pac 12 uh <laughs> but yeah I, I i was getting fired up ready to talk some baylor houston and the rest of these great games that, that happened but uh i guess that's not the story of the weekend ryan is it no, no. <laughs> and, hey you guys know third man in the box he's uh he enjoyed that final bedlam on the hardwood you guys know him as the Six Zen champion, also known as the Green Mowing Weed Growing Big 12 Guru, Troy Tuning. What is up, my friend? I know you had a good weekend. Yeah, um, had a good weekend picking. Um, not so yeah. hot on that that Cincinnati TCU game. We were kind of off on that yeah. one, um, mm. which, you know, makes this TCU-Baylor game kind of interesting. But, I mean, if TCU hits a buzzer beater and storms the court, we could have real big issues. <laughs> is, so, is somebody from Baylor going to stick out their leg and try and trip a student that claim they got a knee or an ankle injury? They don't even know what he injured. Would that, who would that be, Bridges? You think Bridges would do it? I would hope Jalen Bridges, Fairmont, uh, Marion County representative, would not stoop to that level. But, uh, yeah, for those wondering what we're talking about, if you're on Twitter, well, you could have missed it. Uh, Duke taking their level of – Pussy um, among their fan base to a whole different level. This uh, next level of and, like He's trying to cancel board storming, and then Jay Bills the cherry on top. I mean, my God, he, he wants to arrest people for storming the court. Yeah, what? Jay Billis is a what bitch. Are we talking about man. Jay Billis is a bitch. Arresting people for storming the court. We had Steve in here, which is obviously Jay Billis's burner account on YouTube. <laughs> Steve talking about dude. 
Rymac should apply to be the commissioner of the NCAA since he doesn't think he was wrong about anything. <laughs> Coaches he worked for in college could commit murder and he'd defend them. Oh, I love it. I, oh, man. Go stay in your basement, Steve, like that one guy that tweeted at me that somebody's going to die in this court storming. Nobody gets hurt during these court stormings. Get the fuck out of here with this fucking narrative. Rush, your thoughts on the Dukies going to a whole new new level of pussification is what I like to call it uh, over the weekend. It's a good word. Dude, it's, it's, it's actually really become a problem. Like, just from a societal standpoint, it's, we've just gotten a lot softer. Here's the thing is life's just full of risks. There's no such thing as a utopia. There's no such thing as this great place. And what it is, is it's people that for some reason can't participate or get frustrated that it happens against them. And, and they just, they just stoop to these extreme levels. I mean, it, it's, I was able to do my first court storming this year at West Virginia. Thank God I got it in on time, like with, with the way everything's going. But it's like, especially for these smaller schools that like, okay, Duke, right? You have the great history. You have a chance theoretically for a national championship every year. But these schools like West Virginia or even these non-Power 5 schools, I mean, that's their like national championship. That's how you keep those programs relevant. I'm not saying it's West Virginia's national championship, but you know what I'm talking about. And it's just... It's it's the typical, we talked about it with the downfall of the Pac-12, and now you're seeing why it's happening to the ACC. It's these coastal elitists that can't relate to middle America, cough, cough, the Big 12, or these other just college towns. They think they run everything. They think they're in control of everything, and they scoff at us. They make fun of us, and then when they go down, it's everyone else's fault but theirs. Yeah. And here's the thing. Back in 2019, before the pandemic, everyone thought it was amazing when you would have the storm chasers from Barstool. I brought that up. Go everywhere. And you were hoping that your school would get them to come because, hey, you had a chance to pull an upset today. And now it's just it's just soft. It, it, it really is. It's unfortunate. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying that, you know, there's not going to be the occasional injury or the occasional thing, but I mean, at the same time, too, you know it's about to happen. Get off the court. This is It's such a dumb fucking debate. It's the biggest fucking pussies in the world that forgot that, you know, it could even be 40 years ago. You were in college. You probably stormed the court before. Like, you have been at a game where the even if you don't storm the court, you know, you see the kids out there storming the court or storming the field or having fucking fun when they're six months away from turning 21 but still 13 beers deep. Everyone fucking does it. Get over it. That's uh, what it is, Troy. It's the people that don't get invited to these parties or participate in this stuff, and they want no one else to do it. It's like yeah, when, all, when all these fat girls like tell guys how they should. It's like that one meme where like you have a guy coming up to an attractive girl at the bar, but their fat friend comes and tries to interrupt it because, oh, she's not into you. Or is it or that's what that is? Pretty much. I mean, yeah. But it's crazy because all of these people should 100% remember the time that they were in college. I mean, we stormed the court at a fucking Division II school. Like, I know for a fact that people are storming courts at basketball games all the time. It's, it's like we had buzzer beaters at fucking Lake Braddock where kids storm the court. Like, yes. that's the kind of shit like that's you, you live for that. Those are the moments that you want yeah. to fucking happen all the time. And like some people just have to get it through their brain that the fact that it is a possibility to storm the court also means that you could get stormed against and that's just how it works like without one you can't have the other i know for a fact duke has stormed the court there's there's yes. no way like they stormed football like it's, it's literally this fall and, and, and the argument that oh it's football field yeah 
a football field is bigger than a basketball court. Yes, I know you guys, at Duke, you guys more... at Duke brag about your education. I'm glad at least that you have that down in your uh, arsenal. But, dude, come on. We all know that. But there's also how many more coaches, how many more players, how many more trainers. They, they, the area, they, it's the same thing. It, it's the same logic where there's a bunch of people on the field or court and you could get run over if you're not paying attention. But why during the Coach K era – Nobody ever got hurt. This is the first time. This is not the first time Duke's got the court stormed against them. Like they act like this is like the first time it's ever happened. And I've been on both sides of it. I've had we've beat Kansas every other fucking year. We joke about that on, on TCE and we storm the shit out of the court. I've also been a part of a top 10 team in Press Virginia where we lost in Lubbock and they stormed it. And honestly, when they stormed against us, I was happy for them and I took it as a badge of honor that we were in the top 10 and we got the program to that standpoint that somebody was storming the court against us. So it, it's just, it's so ridiculous. And there's yeah, but it's so- a bunch of people that can only fucking twiddle their thumbs that are bitching about it. It's not anybody that's ever been involved with any kind of athletic program at that level, or even like, it doesn't have to be the same sport, but competing at that level, like that's something that most people don't understand the competitiveness of it and how important it is for that home team to eke out a big win or something like that. And the kids get to rush the court and feel like they're a part of the team and, and, that's what makes programs, you know, yeah, start to go on an upwards trend is you've got motherfuckers that care about the game enough to show up instead of like Stillwater for three quarters of their home games. They're not going to have a court storming problem if you got 4,500 fans there. So what do you want? You want, you want big time college basketball with kids and fans showing up? Yeah. There's going to be an opportunity for a court storm and you better get over it. And, you know, storm, you've got. You've got plenty hey. of fucking. You got plenty of assistant coaches on the sideline. That you know, the real the reality of it is, you're trying to win the game all the way until the final whistle. But when you get to a certain point, you can start reminding kids. You know, if they win this game, there's probably going to be kids coming from every direction. Let's you know, beeline over to the base or to the sideline here where we're shaking hands. Yeah, it, dude. Everybody's had no issues getting off the court except this guy that decided he was going to go as slow as possible. He could have easily got off the court. Their whole other team sprinted to the sideline because they saw it coming. He knew exactly what he was doing, sticking out his fucking leg and trying to shove that kid. Oh, yeah. he, he's just the latest Duke kid that decides he's going to fucking try and trip somebody, just like Grayson Allen. This is the same program during COVID when they're having a bad year, and Coach K goes, I don't know if it's safe that we can play college basketball this My year. My back hurts. The team was fucking 9-15. and 15 and they sucked ass and also when he had a bad year in the 90s oh my back hurts i I need back like get the fuck out of here like this it's the ultimate do as i say not as i do fucking program fan base are the absolute worst and they have really shown their fucking ass over the last 48 hours they're they're an embarrassment and i mean i hope they lose every game They're, they're not going to because they do have talent they do have a chance to get to the final four because they have good players but John Shire, you should be ashamed of yourself in your fucking comments. Jay Billis, you should be ashamed of yourself as well. That was a fucking joke the way you guys handled that. And quite frankly, all, all you Duke fans can go fuck yourself too, especially the ones that have tweeted all this bullshit at me over the last 48 hours. Thanks for the publicity, but go fuck yourself too. But hey, that's enough Duke talk. This is the Big 12. Let's talk games, baby. And let's get over to Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is the easiest place to play fantasy sports and also the uh, fastest growing fantasy app in the in- industry. Get over there to Underdog Fantasy. Troy, what do you got cooking up here on Big Monday? We, uh, we're we going kind of simple tonight. Back to the uh, 
back to some of the chalky picks. We're going higher on Raekwon at 15 and a half points and higher on Jacoby Walter at 14 and a half points. Two of the uh, volume shooters. I think a few of their shots are going to go down. Jacoby Walter's game seems to be kind of turning a corner here. He's been a little more accurate from deep. So thinking those two keep up their scoring. Love it. Love it. Three X three X. Yeah, get over there to Underdog Fantasy, an opportunity to discuss different sporting events all year long, baby, and pick them. Um, SGPN is teaming up with Underdog to give a more of a bonus sign up now and until the end of the month. Five winners will receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt, and a SGPN gift card. Sign up today using promo code TCESGPN. Then get over there to sportscomingpodcast.com slash dog to enter the contest for a chance to win today. All righty, we are back on the College Experience. And shout out to the Dukies in the chat. There's a couple in here. They're still miserable in their fucking feelings, getting their ass beat by Wake and getting that court stormed. You guys are softer than fucking Charmin. Let's go, baby. Let's go over to Big Monday. Hey, let's start with the let's start with the Mountaineers, actually. Going to the <laughs> Little Apple. Um, are we sure about that? Nine and a half. So I, I tweeted this out this morning. K-State is actually back in a position with that BYU win that steal a bit a bid because they have three quad one opportunities coming down the stretch. They got to go to the fog. They're not going to win that. Let's be honest, but to go to Cincinnati, um, they got Iowa state coming to them. And then obviously they have this game tonight against West Virginia. It's a little bit of a look ahead to be honest for K state, because we're talking about their path to the tournament. Same logic as uh, West Virginia, Iowa state. This will be a close game. I think K state will, Grind it out like they always do in the octagon of doom, but I will take the points with the Mountaineers. This is this is too many points. I want to say it's too many points, except for West Virginia's on the road, so there's a chance that Kansas State wins this game by like 15 or 16. Uh, but I don't know if K State really has the firepower to do that. Um, I know they only really their next game they travel to Cincy. Who does Dub V get next? God, who do we even? Oh, uh, we're Texas Tech Saturday. Texas Tech at home, yeah. Tucson's coming back, so they get to uh, they get to play at home here in the next Mountaineers game. Mountaineers look good uh, on Saturday. <laughs> they yeah, they they actually did, especially compared to the spread. But uh, I'm going to stick with the system here. West Virginia's on the road, so I'm going to lay the points. But not a lot of conviction here. This wouldn't be that that big of a bet for me. Can't can't really read either of these two teams. They both have the ability to show up and 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 score, but. That doesn't always happen. So maybe K-State kind of grinds it out and wins the game by, you know, 11 points or something like that. I tried to pull a Troy uh, with my West Virginia pick on Saturday <laughs> and got caught in no man's land. I was trying to jinx them to a victory and then, well, they didn't win or cover. So it just screws, <laughs> screws for both ends. But, you know, it happens. Quick turnaround here. Uh, you know, flush that loss out. They did look good against Iowa State. Another factor in this game, uh, Josh Eilert's returning home as the head yeah. coach, Kansas State. Uh, he joked about on the Ryan and Rush show that there'll be a lot of Eilerts at this game. So uh, his be. family has a chance to to see him there. And I think, you know, as we get, you know, they're they're in the position that they're spoiler. They're playing the role of spoiler, pardon me. And I think this game means a little bit more because it's against his team and and he wants to win it, especially in Manhattan. That'd be good. I don't know if they'll they'll win it, but I'll, I'll take the points with West Virginia on this one. Let's go. I think it'd be good closer. Like, uh, like, especially Kansas State coming off a BYU win. They'll probably be a little more settled than they usually are. They are, are off a big win. You are correct. Yeah. Uh, Kennedy's going Kansas State minus nine okay. and a half. 
And yeah, shout out. Pardon uh, me. Par- pardon me. K- Kennedy's going WVU. Mixed oh, up w- the road head and the tail. There he, we go. he wants head. He wants some nice uh, West Virginia head. And, and shout out to Elliot in the chat. He's in Osborne, Kansas. That is where Josh Eiler is from. So looking forward to there seeing go. all the Eilerts. The fighting Eating Eilerts. Freddy's, baby. Yeah. You get a chance go. to get that Freddy's frozen custard and steak burgers. You better pile that shit down like Randy on Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Five or six burgers. <laughs> Oh man, this is this is great. What a great episode. Uh Baylor <laughs> is going. This is the big one tonight. Baylor's going to TCU. TCU laying two and a half. This is an unranked team, laying points against a ranked team. So here's the reason I'm on TCU. They swept them last year. They beat them already in Waco this year. I think it's a really bad matchup for Baylor because of the athleticism and the size in the front court. Um and you know me, man, I like to fade the team coming off the overtime game on Saturday in a quick turn, especially the road team. Um, let's go. Uh, let, let's go, TCU. I'll lay the points here. And, uh, yeah, go Frogs. A rinky-dink podcast that you are listening to currently, Steve. Yeah. Commenting hey, on, on you. and really getting the uh, – <laughs> Really getting our numbers up. So, you know, <laughs> thank you, Steve. Uh, you're a bitch. <laughs> you, want me, you want me to get my Final Four rig or Sweet 16 rig and put it here so you can take a picture? Because that's the closest you'll ever get to one of those, you fucking clown. <laughs> this guy's a loser. So, uh, like I said, in that, that the Baylor game coming down the wire here against Houston, a lot of mistakes were made. A lot of unforced errors, too. Like, I know I said they play right into the hands of Houston, and that really showed in the first half. They were able to make a few adjustments, kind of started shooting the ball a little bit better. But when push comes to shove, a lot of these big win chances for Baylor have been screwed by poor possessions and turnovers. And I don't really see much of that changing. Uh, I think you would hope that, like, a Langston Love would would kind of help uh, – uh, Ray J. Dennis control the ball, but right now they don't have that. And Jacoby Walter doesn't really want to go be Kobe at the end of the games and go get the ball, especially, I mean, he, he made six, five or six three-pointers against Houston and wouldn't go get the ball at the end of the game. And they're still jacking up threes from other guys. I just see them as kind of having a flaw late in games, and especially against a team that matches up really well against them. I'm going to lay the points with TCU. I'm laying the points with TCU as well. This line no, stinks. Just kidding. To no, me. I'm not. No, I'm no, not. that's fine. No, hey, Baylor. It only applies no, for Baylor football. I'm taking hey. the points with Baylor. Let there it be you known. Go. I. <laughs> no, I. I'm serious though. It's like it, it, the line is telling you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This line it reeks. Like, should, I feel like the wrong team's favored here, and for that reason, I'm I'm doubling down with TCU and joining you guys. I well, the, joining Ryan. It, it, it rush. It's the okay. system that we. It's the system that we talk about where sure. the unranked team is laying points against a top ten, top fifteen team. That everybody in America is going to go. Oh man, Baylor's getting points, just like Duke on Saturday. Top ten team getting points at an unranked Wake Forest. We were on Wake, so that, that was a nice cash. Well, if, um, if, if Kennedy's on TCU, then I have to stay on Baylor. Well, well. Ke- Part of Kennedy will always be in the Fort Worth area. Uh, he's he's on Baylor. All right, I can stick with my original then. At least go. we have at least we have one person to throw off the the full <laughs> sweep. Actually, okay. when we, the four of us agree, we actually have a winning record. Yeah, didn't we all agree on UCF? Well, yes, and they that was never no. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, Troy, you're you're a Baylor fan. They're very streaky. 
They've lost oh, yeah. three in a row, then they win three in a row. Then they're they're trying to avoid a three-game losing streak. To be honest, they may lose four in a row if they lose this one because they got Kansas on Saturday. I also think it's kind of a look ahead for that Kansas game. I know it's kind of far off being a Monday night, but they know that Kansas is coming up next, um, and they know they've kind of come up short in a few of these big-name games. I mean, they're going to find themselves at like the the three or four seed if they go on a little bit of a slip. They really need to win one of these, but I just – I think TCU has it out for them. Yeah. It's a bad matchup. Physicality. And God damn it, I forgot Chad's on the fucking Mountaineers. No, oh, Chad, yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. Chad, his CEO and CFO are all you, tailing – they all tail Chad. Oh, you fucking bastards. No, well, Chad's are, made money recently if he's been on yeah. the Mountaineers. They've been covering – Here you go. Um <laughs> All right, real quick, before we get over to Super Tuesday, let's talk about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting the smarter NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer with historical data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets who craft a more intelligent data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit, or visit HOFBets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we're back on the Big 12 College Experience. Shout out to the 60-plus watching live right now. Couldn't do it without you guys. Get over there, hit that like uh, button, and subscribe. All righty, let's talk. Cincinnati's going to Houston. Houston's laying a decent number here, 13. I am actually surprised that it wasn't around 15, kind of like some of the other spreads. This is a desperation spot for Cincinnati. Cincinnati's familiar with uh, playing at Houston, obviously both coming over from the American. Houston, by the way, is the number one team in America. We've been, to- we've been preaching that for weeks, that they are in the same class as UConn and, Bay- or UConn and Purdue. This is a spot, though, where I'm going to take the road dog. I think, I think Cincinnati's going to be in this game until the very, very end. Um, last year, it was a six-point game at Houston. The line was 14, similar to this. Uh, year before that, they lost by 13 in Houston. So they're not, I don't think they're going to be intimidated. They played a couple weeks ago. It was a five-point game back and forth. Cincinnati back-to-back road spot where they're desperate back against the wall. Give me the Bearcats. I, um, I kind of felt like Cincinnati was the more desperate team over the weekend, too, when they played yeah. TCU. Um, right. And I kind of mentioned the whole it could be a wind out of the sales game. I think it was. I think Cincinnati – kind of realizes they're probably not going dancing and they're they're kind of playing like it. Um, again, Houston at home, 13 doesn't scare me. Uh, they're the best team in the nation. Um, right now on DraftKings, they're only plus 700 to win the national title, which not great value for them. If you listened way back in the day, we got them at 12 to one. So we're almost down to the halfway mark of value here. Um, but, yeah, I think Cincinnati ship has sailed. I'm going to lay 13 with Houston. I would lay all the way up to 15. I don't really think last year's teams are that comparable. Houston has the guard play that's starting to separate them from some of the other maybe grinded out teams uh, earlier in the year. But, yeah, Houston's starting to make shots and figure out that they're as long as they give their maximum effort, they're going to beat every team they play. Man, what happened to this Cincinnati team? Where uh, they got that Texas, well, Texas they haven't been the same. No, they did have Houston and Iowa State in a row. I mean, you know, it yeah. happens. 
losing to two top 10 teams, but that Oklahoma state loss was bad. Losing by TCU is as much as they did over the, not good. Uh, I am with you guys though. I'm, I mean, I'm going to take the, the 13 points here. Uh, excuse me, Cincinnati plus 13. I, this is an old American, you know, conference game. They, they know each other. They play each other. Well, it's at Houston. I, I don't think that intimidates Cincinnati. I mean, for the longest time there, they were playing these away games really close. Uh, like I said, I, I always said, if Cincinnati could get to the tournament, then I, I would love them to sneak into the Sweet 16. Unfortunately, that's probably not going to happen. They're probably NIT bound. But, hey, there is something about those old rivalries or those more historic matchups where they're always a close one. I'll, I'll take plus, especially plus 13 here with Cincinnati. Rush, you want to know what happened to them? It's their first time going to the gauntlet. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. It, it's, it's kind hard, of what's happening. They got body uh, blowed to death. Kennedy's on Cincinnati too. And th- this is this is what I usually I'm down for a body blow, but yeah, this is what you get in this league versus all the other that you don't get in the other leagues. Like for example, we're we're, we're killing the ACC. The ACC sucks because they have teams in the bottom that are complete garbage. That if you lose them, it's like how the hell did we lose to that team? But for example, West Virginia and Oklahoma State are not that bad. They're they're bad compared to the other teams in this league that are mm-hmm. all NCAA tournament. But from roster standpoint, um, they're, they're like we're beating UVA or, or Miami. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, shit, Miami without without their players is complete garbage. But uh, it just th- this is the difference of this league, and you you don't have any cupcakes. If if West Virginia it going to Morgantown is is considered your cupcake. Or going to Stillwater is your cupcake? Then that's that you don't have a cupcake. Ask yep. Kansas. Kansas fucking lost there, and, and and Oklahoma State's been picking off teams left and right. So that's I think what happened to Cincinnati. Unfortunately, they dropped a game they shouldn't have, and then next thing you know you lost three, about to be four in a row because this league doesn't give you a chance to breathe ever. So yeah, that OK State. Honestly, even Dagger. though they've lost four of their last five, that OK State game at home's the one that dagger. Yeah. Dagger. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, here. This one's going to be interesting. Rush, looking forward Ooh. to hearing what you got to say here. BYU back to backer in the great state of Kansas. Um, Kansas is laying six. Kind of telling. I would have expected this one to be bigger. I just think the computers don't love Kansas yet. Yeah, but the computers don't have like an input system for uh, late February at the fog. I struggle with this one. I do agree with you that this is short. Give me BYU. This is going to be the one where Kansas is going to win at the end. It's going to be Kansas. Kansas had an all-out effort against Texas on Saturday. They got Baylor on deck, kind of a sandwich spot here. They're going to get by BYU. But I'm going to take the points with the Cougs to lose by five. Yeah, I'm going to lay the points at Fog late in February. This, um, I think the six might be bait to take BYU. I feel like Kansas wins this game kind of easily in that nine to 12 point range. So BYU is going to lose this game. The question is obviously by how many. <laughs> well, well, and here's yeah. how I mean that is uh, just being the BYU fan growing up, they're going to finish the Big 12 9-9. and They'll lose the rest of their road games. They'll win their home games. Go 9-9 and in the Big 12, which, I mean, from the Cincinnati side of things we were just talking about, they go 500 in your first year in the Big 12, which they, they have a very real chance of doing. 
it's fantastic. Like good for BYU. They've, they've made up for the sins of their football team. Um, however, this game, I, I agree with you, Ryan. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I could see this being like a four point game. And then the fouls at the end are what get Kansas over. I, I'm going to lay the points with Kansas, but I don't think when we look back at it, it's going to be like, Oh, like, I don't think the score is going to be a reflection of the actual game itself. I, and the thing is, BYU, even on the road, they'll sometimes start out fast, they'll look good and stuff, and then that last 10 minutes happens, and it looks like they're just ready to go back to Provo. So, Which you know uh, what to do. If it's close at halftime, just take the Kansas money line. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I could see BYU being up by 10 at halftime. That 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 could absolutely happen. And then, you know, the Kansas system works. Uh, the Kennedy's joining the super soakers. He's uh, going BYU there. But like I said, if Kansas, I, even though I'm picking them to lay, I, I don't think it's going to be a ref, the score is going to be a reflection of the type of game it's going to be. I, th- I think it'll be a decent game. I, I have that Baylor game in my mind. Who'd you say Kennedy was taking, by the way? He's soaking BYU. BYU. So me and Kennedy are soaking. I, yeah. I, I have that Baylor or that Baylor game or that Texas tech game in my mind where BYU's up. And then they just don't make their threes in the second half. Yeah. This kind of like great- how against Oklahoma, too. They were leading yeah. that most of the game. This is a great game to take Kansas live, I think. I, yeah. I think BYU is going to go up. I think the line's telling you BYU. Because BYU's been good on these back-to-back road spots when they've lost the first one. Um, yeah, especially like uh, mentioned here in like a sandwich spot or a look ahead. BYU's yeah. been pretty good against the teams. Like Kansas has Baylor over the weekend. If Kansas is looking forward a little bit, that could be, you know, one or two more threes that go down and they cover this game and lose by two or three. But they just seem they seem kind of like Baylor late in games. Like I know they want to lean on their shooting. It just doesn't seem like it's all that clutch. And then when they play at home, it's massively clutch. So I don't know. I feel like fog might be worth four or five points in this game. Could be. Probably. You ready for this one? The final trip to Lubbock. Texas is going to Lubbock. Um this place is gonna be on fucking fire. Hey, we were ahead on that look ahead line with Texas Tech laying an egg at the bounce house. Kind of got got away from them there. This is a smash Texas Tech spot. This is their off. They're off an embarrassing loss. Final trip to Lubbock. That building is going to be on fire. And I don't give a fuck if you're fucking uh, laying points. You storm that fucking court. You storm that court when you beat the shit out of Texas. Horns down. Let's go, Red Raider. Guns up and storm that fucking court. Let's go. I think Texas has a lot of talent, but the issue here is that it's in Lubbock, and we know that all the weird shit happens in Lubbock. Um, that environment. Does. Woo. Four points seems like it's right on the money, though. Like I think, I think maybe they win a crazy close one here. Maybe, maybe free throws get them over this. I, I want to lay the points, but when it comes down to who has the better team, I think Texas is a little more talented. I just don't know if on the road that's really going to correlate as much. I know Dylan dessou has been shooting the ball well from from range, but mostly at home. So. I, I guess I'll lay it here. Not a ton of conviction, as you can kind of tell, but uh, I'm depending on the home court for the the four points. Yeah, I'm joining you guys. Smash spot, Texas Tech. This is personal for them. They 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 want to get this one. And then that's what I'd love. I actually I actually I will say if T, we we need a court storm like tonight. Like we need, oh, we need one. We need one after this. Yeah, we need. T, I'm sorry, Troy. We need TCU to beat Baylor. 
Well, like, it would be great it, too because they're favored. Well, that yeah. It, like, well, and here's cares. the thing: it, just it, push the push the narrative even yeah. more. It, yeah. It's it's the it's for the good of college basketball. You know, sometimes you got to sacrifice a loss, right, Troy, for the good of college basketball. And let's follow it up with another court storm. Court storm here. Let's go, Texas Tech. Guns up. Guns up, storm that fucking court when Even, you win Texas Tech. That's what we need. Care. We need the we need the Big Twelve to have a court storm on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. <laughs> Three nights in a row. Dude, fucking. And then fuck nobody it. will get hurt, and then we can say like, "Oh, we're even better at storming the court than the ACC is." We don't get people <laughs> injured and try to trip motherfuckers out there. Well, I mean, it, it, it's not the students' fault that Filipowski was trying to fucking trip that poor kid. God damn! If anything, you know, Filipowski. Maybe should be suspended. So we need the whole Eiler family storming the court tonight. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't think he should be suspended. Although that was a bitch move, just like Grayson Allen. Let's go. Um, All right. So we don't have lines for Wednesday. So these are projection. Uh, Oklahoma, not Iowa. Oklahoma is going to Iowa State. Getting on Ken Palm right now. Oklahoma, or sorry, Iowa State would be laying seven. Over at Bartorvik, I see it as a 10-point line. So let's project mm. eight and a half. That's going to be my projection. I'll split the difference between the two. I was going to suggest eight and a half. Um, Seems like it's about right. I, I have a question. Is there a chance Oklahoma doesn't make the tournament? Yeah, or are probably. They, are they in? And if they lose out. If they lose out, yeah. they lose out. And they got Houston on the weekend. That's what yeah. I'm saying, man. They got to win one of these. And they go Houston, and then they play home against Cincinnati, and then yeah. at Texas. Mm. So there's a chance that they it, they probably it, need to go two and two. Now they just need one, one and three. Yeah, they just need one because they their resume was really good in the non-con. That's fair. Yeah, um, I would think even if the they lose this game, I think even if they lose this game by like three, four points or less, this is still going to count as a a pretty good matchup for them. I mean. I know you're going to need to get wins. Hopefully they can get Cincinnati and then, I don't know, maybe Texas. But this one seems like Iowa State's coming back with a vengeance, getting to play at home, scoring a lot of points in Ames. Uh, I, think a I, think, I think I would lay the eight and a half pretty easily. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be – I think everybody in the world will want to take Oklahoma with the eight and a half because they saw them – because Oklahoma, remember, Rush beat Iowa State. So like that's a that's a great quad one win for your resume. Yeah. Um, and, and Iowa that's why, State revenge. Spot. Yeah, Iowa State revenge. They played like dog shit on Saturday against West Virginia, compared to Oklahoma, who's coming off the win of the year, the miracle uh, buzzer beater to beat to win the final bedlam. I just back to back road spot too. I think this is an Iowa State pull away, just like Texas Tech, just like TCU, K State at home. All these games where oh, Iowa State's been laying seven, eight points, they've been able to pull away and cover. Give me the Cyclones. A get get right spot. This is a this is an auto bid win though. Like if Oklahoma goes on the road to Hilton and and wins this game, they're probably locking themselves in the tournament. Oh no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But they but like I said, man, they just need one more um, because eight eight and ten in the Big Twelve will get you in. Electric K State doesn't have the non con resume that. Uh, that what's it called? Oklahoma has. So if they just beat who they else? Who else they got? They Houston, got Cincy. Cincy, Texas. If they they just got to beat Cincy or Texas. If they can't beat Iowa State or Houston, because you're not the thing is you're not going to be penalized for losing to Iowa State or Houston. No, no, 
yeah, and like, in fact, like I said, you'd probably yeah. be rewarded if you keep it closer than the spread. Yeah. 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 I guess this is, Hey, what did I tell you guys about Oklahoma, Oklahoma state four point game? <laughs> I literally was like, this is a four well, point no, they game. Won by two. One by two. They're I down by one by and hit a buzzer. Oh, beater no, they hit a, they hit a buzzer beater. Step back buzzer beater three down by one ice cold as fuck, yeah. man. That was fuck. nuts. It was a great game. I guess I missed it. Uh, oh man. I was yeah. literally covered, Saturday covered, night. I was by, okay. State covered that by, by the hook. Dude, I'm still trying to recover from Saturday night too. My God, our show, me and Cole, we ended at five. I was fucking dead after dealing with all these trolls all day too. So, uh, who was Kennedy on? I thought it was 86, 82. Uh, I don't know. Point play. <laughs> there we go. Um, uh tails so that'd be iowa state i would say who did take in texas texas tech sorry i forgot to write that texas tech texas tech all right so we got sweeps on all both of those last game of the evening on wednesday will be the ucf very very shiny golden knights are going to um stillwater this is gonna be interesting pulling up the line kempom we got what we got UCF or Oklahoma State laying one over at Bartorvik. We got Oklahoma laying one and a half. So let's let's call it one and a half. Let's call it one and a half. I, I, I do you guys agree with that? Oklahoma State laying one and a half. Yeah, that makes it easy. Yeah, I think we take Oklahoma State. This is a UCF yeah, a- off a big home win. You fade them on the road. Oklahoma State heartbreak fashion. Oklahoma State's still playing good ball, man. I, we talk about it each and every episode. So give me the Cowboys here. I don't know if they have the roster to respond after that heartbreak loss. Um, I know Mike's got them playing better basketball right now, but UCF is out of the mid-range teams that are probably not going to make the tournament. UCF is going to gonna do something in like the CBI or the NIT or something stupid. Like they've got a chance to beat a higher seed. UCF is playing pretty good basketball too, and they they stomped over the weekend. I think I'm going to take the points with UCF on the road. Actually, Ooh. I'm with you, Ryan. I'm going to go OK State. I, I think uh, UCF got the big win this past weekend. OK State's due for one more. It's, it's a good time to get it. And we'll Kennedy, Kennedy is OK State as well. Okay, State, and shout out to Chat Moon. Basketball says, Island, baby. He said, stop, waste your time, Houston, winning it this year. I've been preaching for Houston for weeks. This Correct, is, Moon off. Uh, we've been saying Houston's the best team in the country. Uh, they had not been getting the respect that a uh, UConn and Purdue had till today. And, and we were all on them as pretty good value when they were not favorites, and Kansas still was, to win the Big 12. Yeah. You guys were I, – I mean, I'm still on Kansas. I still think Kansas is going to backdoor this and tie them on the final Saturday of the season. They might be able to. Yeah. I think Houston's going to drop one, and then Kansas will tie them on the on the final Saturday of the year. But, hey, we got That's, a lot – we got four games between now and then. Hey, Oklahoma's going to beat Houston at home. That's going to be Houston's last loss. Take the hit for as, – as the new Big 12 team. Like, yo, if you lose this game, we can get a whole other team in the tournament. Just take the hit and lose it by three or four. Yeah. Start doing the SEC, like purposely lose games so you can get more teams into the uh, the postseason. <laughs> Gotta love the SEC. In recap, where we're at in the standings, Houston eleven and three with four games remaining. Iowa State ten and four, Kansas nine and five, Baylor TCU play tonight. Both at eight and six, Texas Tech eight and six. Then you got a clump of seven and sevens, BYU Oklahoma. Then you got Hook'em 
and K-State at 6-8, and eight, Cincinnati, UCF 5-9, and nine, West Virginia, and Oklahoma State sitting at 5, or sorry, 4-10. and 10. All right, let's go to the lock dog and uh, round robin. Do, 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 do. Here we go for my lock. Guns up. Texas Tech. Red Raiders all fucking day, baby. Enjoy the SEC, Texas. I think I'm gonna lock Kansas State tonight against you guys. You do that every I know game. Houston. I know Houston. <laughs> I know Houston's the bigger spread, though. So yeah, I'll lock Houston minus thirteen. No all fear. Right. Lock battle, Troy. I'm gonna lock Cincinnati plus. Ooh, yeah. There we go. For my dog. We're projecting OK State's. Are they going to be a dog? No, there'll be a Oklahoma State's favorite. Uh, no, they're going to be favorite. The one and a half, right? Yeah. 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 Even though I actually think it might be two, but hey, we're going off those lines that Ken Palm and Bartorvik said. For my dog, I mean, I had Cincy and BYU. I don't think they're going to win the game. If I had to get one, though, I kind of will take a stab at Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's played at Houston. It's the first game when you're number one. That is sometimes a sleepy spot with the target on your back. Give me the Bearcats as a big dog at Houston. I just said Houston could win the national championship, and then I give it out as a dog to fade them. Welcome to the Big 12 experience. This, this humbles them, so they, they win the national championship, right? Yeah, right. dude. They're going to lose a couple games between now and then. Nobody's going undefeated in college basketball. I'm torn between Baylor and UCF here. I think UCF has the better chance to win the game outright uh, than Baylor does. So I will go with the Shiny Knights as my dog. All right. I like that. Then I can't lose my dog until the very last on Wednesday. It, how does how do we outline again? How many do we have to add? Whatever you want to add. Which game are you looking at? Texas. I mean, Tech? you're gonna get you're yeah, gonna get probably. juiced if you take more points. I mean, you, minus four is minus one ten. I guess. Nine? What do we consider like? Well, uh, I mean, probably like probably. five and a half or more. It's still a small yapper to take another point and a half. I was gonna do six and a half. Texas Tech. Yeah. They don't. They don't have. Don't have them out yet. They don't have those lines out yet. So that's fair. I'll go Texas Tech minus six and a half. That seems like a a fair. I like amount of points right. to take. For our round robin, we all agreed on TCU. But that's not. Do we want to? Do we want to outline to five and a half? Do we think they and win Texas by six? Tech. We want to give out some outlines of TCU, Texas Tech, and. Kansas? Iowa State? Iowa State? Do we think Iowa State can go minus nine and a half, win by double digits? I don't know. Probably. Those are the three, those are the three games we all agreed on across the board. TCU, Texas Tech, and Iowa State. So I say we just take all the alt lines. All right. Add another possession. So we'll go TCU minus five and a half, win by six. We'll go Texas Tech. What do we want? Minus six and a half for them. Get them up there. And then we'll go Iowa State. Uh, minus nine and a half. Nine and a half, yeah. Yeah. All righty. Let's go. A little couple outline home teams, baby. Let's go. 
This is the Big 12 College Experience, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Even, even, even all you haters out there, you guys are always welcome here to come in here and spew. The haters are our motivators. Just know, just know, you fucking give a little shit, you're going to get it right back because we ain't going anywhere. And it's refreshing to work for a company that actually lets you have an opinion um, that isn't just groupthink and you're not canceled for it. Just like the rest of the fucking country wants to do anytime anybody disagrees with anything. That's why this is the United States of a fucking America and we are all mm. entitled to our own opinions. And that's, that's what's great about this country. But I, I know a lot of people want to just be told what to do, where to go, how to mm. think, how to act. Not this show, not not this group, and not not. Yeah, the group. except for Steve. Fuck Steve. <laughs> hey, good luck to Steve in his future endeavors. So, Troy, what you got going on? Uh, about to head downtown to the Caps game. There you um, go. Shit, I don't even know who they're playing. Just go to so many Caps games and walk into the bar. And luckily, I had enough time right before this. Uh, we were only going early, so I could head to the Caps game. But I had enough time to make some gummies that I can uh, sneak in the crotch pouch, take them into the hockey game. So. That a boy. You feeling pretty good. Rush? Uh stick around, folks. Go over to the Ryan and Rush show. Be going live here in the next 10, 15 minutes. Gonna preview this WU Kansas State game. And I'm sure a couple other people follow us <laughs> right into that. Steve will be there. <laughs> oh, baby. Hey, you know, you guys are always welcome. Let's go Mountaineers. Let's beat the Kansas State Wildcats, even though I, I want Kansas State to make the tournament, but I, I obviously will root nah. for the Mountaineers. Um Hopefully they lose tonight and then they win the other three. That would be a perfect scenario. But uh, this is the Big 12 College Experience. And we're out of here. We'll see you on Friday.